Welcome to the Abuan Chronicles podcast. This podcast is hosted by five black Muslim women, Hafsa, Ikran, Istahil, Sahra, and Umm Khair. This is your host Istahil, hailing from Edmonton, the city of the frozen, and home of the Oilers. Join us every month as we talk about our personal experiences, pop culture, identity, politics, and more. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everyone. With Ramadan around the corner, we've decided to relaunch our Sponsor a Child Education campaign and to give you guys a little update as well. For those of you that are new, we started this campaign last year in hopes of giving back. Of course, this is a project that is close to our hearts and we are committed to it ourselves first. We are raising funds for four children's education, including school and Duxi. Last year, we raised $1,492.82 Canadian, alhamdulillah. Of that, 956 were sent to the kids, and we decided to put the remaining amount in a savings account, since we want them to have long-term support in hopes of them completing high school. We will continue to collect funds every year, and we will be sharing the GoFundMe links on our socials, and it will be in the description box below. And all necessary information can also be found on the GoFundMe page. Please donate even if it's a dollar and or share so that you may share the reward. And remember the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, when a man dies, his deeds come to an end, except for three things. So the Qajariya, which is ceaseless charity, a knowledge which is beneficial, or virtuous descent who prays for him. Jazakallah khairan, and now, on to the episode. He theorized that the firstborn child starts out as the spoiled only child and is basically dethroned when the next sibling comes along. After getting bumped, the oldest child ends up overbearing and neurotic since they feel responsible for looking after their younger siblings. Middleborn children, on the other hand, they're likely to feel overlooked and become the rebels of the family. And the youngest children might be babied by their parents, so according to Adler, they typically end up the most spoiled. Adler never used any scientific research to justify his theory. Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Abuan Chronicles podcast. Today, you have Stahir. You got Hafsa. Yeah, and today we're talking about being the eldest child. Since we're all, what do you call it, elder, eldest child? I don't even know what's the ruler. I can't even talk. Wallahi, guys. <laughs> you said eldest child. Eldest children. Sis, I'm you don't so know the plural of child? You guys can't even do this to me right <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I guess we're going to be talking about today. All right, so I'm the oldest, and Akran's the oldest. And the stat is the oldest. That's something we have in common. And we're always talking about it and bitching about it because it's really the most frustrating job. It is a job. I call it a job. It is. It's, yeah, it's like the most frustrating job ever to be an eldest child. And you never grow out of it. When did your role begin? As the eldest child. What do you mean, when did your role begin? In day one. What are you talking about? The minute Omar Khair was born, my life Shut changed. Up. You were for the worst. Okay, when did it really begin? You know what I'm <laughs> talking about. When did the shock. No, no, but honestly, honestly, I think it begins there because think about it. When you're the oldest child, you and the second child, there's a gap between you. And in that gap of time, like you all the attention's on you everything is on you you know what I mean like you're getting all the attention you're living your best life you know you're the only one around it's all about you you know what I'm saying so the minute that second child is born the resentment begins and the anger begins you know like who the hell is this piece of shit that came out of nowhere and I just remember Hoyna was telling me stories about how I used to abuse Mulkhan when she was younger I remember my mom one time she had her in her lap and then like 
and Oma was like a few months old and I legit I don't know what the reason was I'm assuming it's jealousy because that's that's why what else what other reason is it I took my little chair and I threw it at her Whoa. and like my mom was like she was bleeding from her Whoa. eyelid I remember like when she was crawling I used to use her <laughs> as a stool so I can look out the window I'm actually scared like, like I don't remember Hoya yeah. tells me these stories I don't remember all this I just I, I don't remember any of this behavior but um, Hoya tells me like that's shit I used to do like I think ch- younger siblings have only one purpose and that's to serve you so um, uh, yeah moving on because I wish looking back right now I wish I was your kind of eldest child because for me I feel like I was the perfect eldest child because I was meek I was quiet I was obedient I took all everything and I was I took that leadership role even if I didn't want to because I was those people that did stuff even when I didn't want to do it and when they hit puberty and they started getting a mind of their own I was like my the last 15 years of my life was bullshit it was useless I got played I got played I wasted it where's the the seeds of to soul right now where's it because my dad used to tell me that when they grow up they're gonna do so much things for you i took all the blame i was those i ingrained so much in them growing up they, they can say whatever they want but i know the truth right so like mm-hmm. i was the one who had that no snitching policy in place i set up so many policies <laughs> in place and they lived off of it i feel like for me it's like the same thing but i don't think it started as early because we're just four kids so for my sister, I was one and a half years old and she was born. I don't know, like, no abuse stories towards her. At least I didn't hear from my mom. My brother, he was, I was like six when he was born. I don't really, like, my mom didn't make me take care of him. Like, I did house chores. That's all I remember. But my, la- like, my youngest brother, who, like, we have a 10 year, di- 10 year difference. That one is literally like my child. I've, I can say I raised him. At least that's how I feel. I raised him. I used to sleep in my mom's room. When he cries, I would have to take him out. I would feed him. I would like fall asleep next. Oh, a parent. Yeah. I would fall asleep. Like I would feed him breakfast. He would wake up early in the morning, leave Barney on for him. I would fall asleep on the couch. He, he was pretty quiet, so I didn't have to do much. But yeah, for a majority of his life. For me, I feel like my family dynamic is completely different than you guys because my family size is bigger. We're around six kids, right? But then the age gap is also very important because for me, it's like me and my sister, the one next to me, we're like Ikran, you guys, like one, one year and, and a half-ish, right? But then mm-hmm. right after her, it's one year, one year, one year. And then the youngest child me and him is 12 years but the thing is like I didn't I don't feel like I raised the youngest ones like I'm older than her 7 years and the other one is 12 years right I don't feel like I raised them like you guys did because the one after me Khadija she's a nurturer she's those people that really loves taking care of kids so she always had like she actually raised the two youngest like she would hold them she'd feed them she'd watch TV with them wherever they went she went you know so to me I didn't have that I don't feel like I raised them that much of course I did half the shit she did but I never felt like I needed to because there was always her i felt more like i raised the ones right after me like her and all the the ones like the three in the middle the ones right literally like one year two year three year four years difference between me and them i feel like i raised them because growing up my dad he's very strict about like hierarchy he's very strict about like you're the eldest you need to take care of your younger siblings so i felt like every move they made you know i had to take responsibility for it if any of you get in trouble for like anything that they do literally every single thing they ever did my dad never used to speak to them he would go straight to me be like i don't want to deal with them why did they do it and i'll be sitting here like what does that have to do with me for like 10 years this went on and it was so annoying we didn't have that you know what's so what's so weird about my family sometimes i'm like i used to get annoyed because i was with my parents you guys are somali why aren't you guys behaving like somalis because they do this thing where 
I didn't have like, like sometimes it's fun being the oldest because like you they're the, you're the one that they consult like you're the one who gets like if something happens they'll, be, they'll listen to you and all that crap right we never got any of that my parents like, especially my parents were really strict about everybody being treated equally and with equal amount of responsibility of course as like they couldn't 100% go away from their Somali roots there was a huge part of you know you have to raise the kids and you're the oldest and you, you're responsible for your brother if they do this or do that you have to watch out for them that all existed but at the same time they had the mindset of everybody needs to be treated equally this person gets a dollar that person gets a dollar there's no such thing as the oldest gets more or the youngest gets so it was like very strict in that sense and like in terms of like even like when something happens my dad would bring us all out and like we'd all like you know even though my parents are very not my parents but my dad he's very about yeah no no our family's like that too i think that's a somali thing but that's the thing though didn't you feel like it would come back to you like even though it was collective it was always like you felt like it's on oh my god why did i let this i don't know i don't know i feel like i was a sensitive child or something but even though we were all being asked like you know you guys are all in trouble because why'd you guys watch each other in the end of the day i felt like i was having special you know a spotlight on me for me the the ones that are immediately younger than me obviously i don't feel like i raised them but like disciplining and like making sure everyone's following the rules my parents are not here i did do a lot of that and i feel like there was a point where i took it so seriously that I actually thought I was their parent and I would like yell at them, take the TV, put the wires away. Like I was so serious. And the thing is like, I'd get so mad that they don't listen as if I'm actually their parent. (laughs) Then I'd like tell my mom, like this person's not like, I'd get so worked up. My mom be like, chill. Like it's not that deep. Just leave it. And it's like, ha no but what they're not doing their homework what do you mean just leave it like we can't leave it they're gonna just fail in school i'd get so mad you know what used to upset me so much in that situation this icon is that like parents will expect you to parent and be the oldest child and then when you get to like when i would yell at my siblings be like study whatever da, 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 and i'm like trying to locate discipline my parents would be like excuse me yeah you're not their parent Stop. I'm like, yeah. you're making me oh do all this that shit. That used to make me so mad. I'm so upset. I'm like, you're making me do all this shit. You're making me tutor them. You're making me make them like do their chores and everything. But when I want to be like, you're not doing it. Like, this is your punishment. You're telling me, get out of the picture. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. What's the purpose? Like, you don't know wh- where to draw the line. Because it's like, they'll be like, before they leave, make sure everyone gets their homework done. Make sure this happens. And it's like, when you try to enforce that and no one listens to you and you start taking it seriously and you start like taking away privileges and doing stuff like that it's like okay why are you doing all of that it's like but you told me to make sure they get their homework done how else am i going to make sure they get their homework done if they don't listen to exactly. me exactly and if you don't if they don't get their homework done guess who's getting questioned why didn't you me. why exactly. didn't you make them do their homework oh my oh god my it was literally the weirdest thing ever well, you get to a point where you're like how am i supposed to tell grown-ass people to do their homework huh i need to do my own homework like yeah. it got and to the that other point thing, the other problem yeah. is, is that your siblings there's always they're always going to recognize that you're not their parent so even if you try there's only so much you can do like like i know yeah. i know in some household it's like oh my oldest sibling told me this i can't do it da, 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 da. but in my house it was never like that like there's only so far that i could go that first part that you mentioned is probably when the age gap is like really big for certain kids right because us a lot of like our, our, our younger siblings there's not that like the greatest for me is like 10 no, years but i've seen one. people Everyone that have is. two year age difference and they literally like a bow or a bi and i oh literally God, i'm like like i have like a panic attack because i'm like i get respected if they see a bio then wallahi they want something for me that's uh, not out of respect would, that's out of like, I'm, I'm legit get getting careful because obviously i'm gonna die tonight because there's no other way like i can't i look at people and i look at family dynamics sometimes and i'm like i look at my siblings and i'm like wallahi you guys are the luckiest people ever that i'm your oldest sibling because i've never done anything to you guys because i've always yeah. been so mellow with them i've always been so chill i'm like i played myself so hard like at this no, point you, you did not not really is that like it's, it's i feel like honest. sometimes like, well, no, I 
you know, the thing is though you have to remember is that like the way that you behave with your younger siblings that's the relationship you're going to have later on right like, yeah and on top of that to be honest relationships do mature and you don't want to be an adult and have that kind of relationship where you're still being like you know the, the parenting sibling like you don't really want that and you're adult like some people they, they morph and they change and like once they grow up everybody's in, in their 20s or whatever they get over that because they feel like they don't have to do it anymore but for a lot of people it does stick so the fact that you didn't do that your, your siblings will go more to you as a friend or like as another sibling no we've always been like sort of equals like by the time we all hit puberty it was like everyone's for themselves kind of thing right you can't yeah that's your problem yeah, i'm not gonna tell really, a grown person to do their homework even if i do it's like in one ear and out the other and that's where the frustration comes in because you grew up your whole life telling them to do stuff and they would do it because you knew better so it's like once they reach out and they're like whatever i'm gonna do my own thing and you literally see them making mistakes and stuff and you're like i wish you would listen to me like you used to listen to me but then you have to rebuild that relationship as an adult again you start from scratch so it's like yeah I didn't have that much of a problem with that because growing up, like, I personally, I uh, I worry for any children that I have in the future because I'm the kind of person, <laughs> no, I'm not even joking, I'm the kind of person where, like, when I, like, I get, like, oh, I have, like, such a short fuse. So, like, if my siblings, like, I'll start yelling, I'll be like, what's wrong with people? So then, it, like, that'll all happen and then two, later, two seconds later, I'll just forget about all of that, right? But what happens is, is that when you're, like, a yelly person, people don't listen to you. Like, you need yeah. to be, like, a manipulative, that kind of person that'll be, like, you know, convince them in a weird way where you still have the upper hand to do shit i personally all that happens with me is that i get frustrated and i start yelling like oh, oh my god when i remember like because a lot of time like if my siblings don't do well in school my parents always used to come to me because they'll be like we put so much work into you and the other oldest the second oldest it's your responsibility to make sure the others do well in school too and i'm just yep. looking at them like excuse me <laughs> no that's not my job oh my. but the- i can't even the- picture not doing well in school like if i didn't do exactly well in school, i wonder how my parents because my parents are very lax with me like legitimately they let me do whatever i want because i've ticked all the boxes there's legitimately nothing they could talk to me about exactly okay? so what would end up happening is that i have to come tutor these i come in i try tutoring these kids they don't listen to me or they don't want to do their work or whatever anything anything could happen and i'll start yelling and I'll be like, what's wrong with you? Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And it just turns like into a whole thing and like nobody does anything. And it's just a mess. You know what I mean? So like because of that, like and anyways. It, I'm but you know to- why? It's because you you were, that's expectations that you had growing up. Like that's why your parents are going to be like, do what? This is your job. Do it. And they're not doing that to your siblings. So you're sitting here like, this is what I want from you. Do it. It's actually Yeah, but crazy. at the same time, like when it comes to your parents, like when it's, when it's a parent coming and trying to get you to do some of your discipline, you have that feeling of oh this is my parent after yeah at the end of the day exactly it's a sibling it's not 100 percent there especially when it's a sibling that you know you don't like for example i was never allowed to like the whole punishment that wasn't my that wasn't my role to do that's my parents role so there's no real consequences for not really listening to me you know other than my parents sometimes going listen to your sister or whatever da, 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 but it was never really that serious you know what i mean so there at point at times it felt like why am i even wasting my time right now like, well lie right all this energy for what exactly well, lie. but it's so true but it's like as well like your parents they parent you different than they parent parents your siblings and it's, it's so, so blatant it's so obvious and you're just sitting here like so confused sometimes like no and sometimes when you try to even say like oh but like first of all if you ever try saying why didn't you do that to that sibling they'll just be like well i expect more from you or no. i expect that from her i expect her to do that i don't expect they you don't to do that. Say that all my parents say is we did all that for you you have to do that for the younger one like literally that's exactly okay no i don't get time, i'll be like oh my god hoy, Abba. like you guys work so hard for us to like do all in school and da, 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 da. i used to harass about this used to make us like study for that blah 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 used to be so strict with us about certain things like parents are always more way stricter on older siblings on especially on the eldest 
uh, me and Mukhar went through shit, man, growing up. Like, not through shit, astaghfirullah, but, like, we went, like, our parents went ham on us. Like, my dad was really strict about academics and all that. And, like, I look at my younger siblings, and they'll come back with C's and D's and B's. First of all, a B. Oh, my God. Till today, my dad talks about the time I said a B plus means very good. He's like, you thought a B plus meant very good. What the hell is wrong with you? Till today, I'm like, your other children are getting C's. Why are you coming for me? <laughs> Why are you still talking about this? And I it's like... My parents were never that strict. I mean, they always expected, like, me to do well. And my sister do well, but it was never like that intense. No, for me, it was super intense. My dad, you guys, okay, my dad put, like, he really loved me as a child. Like, I was his favorite kid. I was his favorite kid to the point where he would take me to the masjid. He didn't even care if I was a girl. He would take me to the masjid, introduce me to all his friends, be like, this is my daughter, this is my dad. Like, I was some kind of trophy, okay? So he legitimately raised me to be, like, his perfect child. So it's like, he wants whatever he taught me to trickle down to all the other kids. It's not like he didn't parent them, too. He did, but he put in so much more work in me than the other siblings. So it's like, when I do, when I excel, and when I, he's like, yeah, because I put in so much work into you, you know? So it's like, kind of, you feel guilty uh, in a way because you're like okay I was privileged enough to have all of this so I should be able to this knowledge onto my siblings because and also like the fact that the urgency of things uh, like being an eldest child you're so urgent when it comes to stuff I have to do this I have to do that you know you're always trying to excel and perfect stuff but you're, uh, you're I look at my siblings they're just so mellow they don't care about life <laughs> they're so chill about stuff and it's like why are you guys not stressed right now and Loki yeah. high key, there's a guilt kind of associated with all that because I'm high not going to lie. There was moments where I felt kind of bad that like my parents put so much effort into me and like they kind of let my younger siblings go, which you know what? There's pros to cons to both um, ways both of sides, doing yeah. things, you know, when you're really strict on children, there's OK, sure, they're going to do well, but they might and you know they might deal better under pressure or whatever but when you're not so strict on other children they might also do really bad they might you know you never know what they're doing behind your back that kind of whole thing but then when you're more mellow with kids they get to figure out things on their own they do their own thing and that's like the perfect example in my family because my parents were more strict on us older two and the younger three were more mellow but the younger three are doing great right because they're still doing amazing right now at, in their adult lives you know what i mean except for the youngest brother he's 17 the other two they're, they're they're adults now and they're doing amazing still so it's like everyone just figured out their own way and on top of that like there's that whole thing of influence and and raising kids through them getting impressions of you so like or by actions so like me and Omal Khair, like the way we behave and the way we studied and the way we were in school I think my younger siblings they learned a bit from that and they developed habits based on that as opposed to and it might have worked better than somebody just yelling at you and saying do this do that blah 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 because we because the way we were raised to work the like so hard like and, and disciplined as kids once we got to university and after that, we behaved in certain ways and they kind of learned from that at the same time. You know what we're, I mean? we're essentially role models. Like It's not something that we could, you know, shirk away from or run away from. It's legitimately, we are the role models. So it is like, in a way, parents are right. Like the first kid is the test child. And if they turn out really good, then all the other kids, it would be easier for them to follow in that footstep. If they end up doing something else, that's cool too. But then at least they have the footprint and, you know, the manual to follow that's already set up. At the expense of our own sanity sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's so funny about that? Uh, anytime anything bad happened, my parents would always say like, oh, it's your fault, low-key, high-key, because they're copying you. And I, it would be so annoying, but to a degree, it's kind of right. It's kind of true because they're all just copying like somebody else, right? And they the person that they're it, most, yeah. they can't help it. And the person that they're but most like, at what point by, do they have to take responsibility for their own actions? And Yeah, yeah, of course, that's true. But I mean, to a degree, especially when you're younger, especially when they're like, 
you know, 10, 11, 12. Mm, when they're younger, younger yeah. yeah. As adults, listen, nobody has responsibility over anybody else. That's Yo, your, do your when own my thing. siblings hit 15, that's when I told my parents, I, you guys can't talk to me about this. <laughs> like, they would come to me and be like, why? I'm like, listen, there's nothing I could do at this point. I really can't. And it was as simple as that. And you know, I had to come up with that decision before my parents even got involved because I felt like I was entitled and I felt like I was responsible for them till that point. You need to like set a boundary and be like, I can't force anyone to do anything at after this point. So do you know what's so funny that cracks me up? You know, like basically when you see, like how you said that you're the test child, the oldest is always a test child. Like the same way you're learning from your parents, your parents learn so much through you. Exactly. And I remember. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Oh my god! I just remember like all of us, me and my siblings, whenever we went through puberty, we all became bratty bitches. Like I'm not even joking. Like for a good two three years. We're all the bitchiest people ever. Hormones. So, like, I was the first person, right? Okay? And, like, <laughs> that was the point. I think that was one of the reasons why my parent, my dad took us all to the Hergesa. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You're acting up. Like, that was part of it. Like, me, like, talking back and acting up. And Everyone had that. Like, that, that was that, that, that was part, part of That was part of the reason why. Like, there's a lot of other stuff, like, you know, learning culture, blah, 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 whatever. But that, I'm sure that's part of the reason. But then, like, we noticed that Umar Khair went through the same thing. And my sister Rahima was going through this. Listen, same thing. everyone. And then at I, that I think point, it's human nature. Yeah, everybody goes through it. It's human nature. But at that point, like, my parents were like, oh, okay, she's going through Like, it was so funny because we would see, like, somebody, like, upset. And it was so weird because, like, one of my, like, my younger sisters, Rahima and Zainab, like, they would never, you can't even imagine them especially one of Rahima like you can't imagine her like talking back or whatever but like she was things would come out and we'd all be like shook and then we'd be like oh that's why it makes so much sense like it was so funny but like nobody overreacted to it whereas for me and Umar like it was so dramatic because we were the first two like especially me because I was the first one like my parents were shook like what's going on like you know I used to sit there and be quiet and, da, 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 and like be respectful not be quiet I was never a quiet person I was always a talkative piece of shit but I would be a lot more respectful and stuff and like it was a whole other reaction because they're, they're literally see, learning and is, isn't it crazy how fast it turned on and how fast it turned off like one day you wake up you're like what the hell was I doing the past year you know to me it was like that so i'm pretty sure my parents my mom was shook i'm sure like that it's actually crazy but that's just hormonal and everyone goes through it so i guess parents are like oh my god you know i felt like <laughs> it has to be like like why it must have been like oh my god my daughter she's not normal anymore this is what they go off the rails what am i gonna do i'm dead i'm sure i feel like for me i was just quiet like no uh, like for me because i was very talkative and then you went quiet you went the opposite so I just went quiet and every day my mom was like why aren't you talking and it wasn't even like that I wasn't talking it was just like I just wasn't as talkative as I was before like I'm, I just wouldn't come You're in so like, to lucky. start talking oh my god so my parents would just be like oh my gosh <laughs> why don't you want to talk to him? what's going on what and it was just Abayo, you don't you don't understand like I was so talkative my uncles used to call me Al Jazeera <laughs> yeah like, they were actually so hassled they used to call me Jazeera Al Jazeera what are you saying now and I was just talking I would just ask them questions I think I grew out of it like at that point like when I hit puberty because I would I just stopped talking and I wasn't as talkative as I was before they're so confused they're like you know Quran sorry Obahante kind of thing you know well, well, it was and it would make me mad because it's like okay I have nothing to say like what do you guys want from me yeah. like I don't have anything and to say and then looking back you realize you were going some th- through some shit you know so it's like it's kind of funny why <laughs> like for me oh. I was the most mellow you guys when I I cannot explain to you how obedient of a child I was I was so obedient all of a sudden I'm rebelling against everything <laughs> screaming matching was with my mom every single day to the point where I had to sit down with myself I'm like 
what is going on right now? You know, I felt guilty every night, every week. I'd have to, I have to apologize to my mom. Boy, I'm so sorry for screaming at you. My mom would just laugh because at first, the first two, the first three times she'd get angry. And then the last time she just started laughing because there's no explanation for why I'm acting this way. But uh, yeah, it was actually you, know, you guys, you know what killed me? This, the person that tweeted that picture yeah. about like the, the older, the older sibling and the younger sibling. So basically it's like the older sibling is like shielding the younger sibling from all this a crap. War, a war and hero. And they wrote like parental wrath and the test subject child and emotional blackmail and strictness and all that stuff and it's just well I like I swear to god I feel like we dealt with so much crap like so much like um, abuse I'm, I'm I don't I don't literally mean like abuse physical abuse but like there's so much shit you deal with and like you know your upbringing is so like dramatic and then your younger siblings are just living through life just cruising through life yo my brother's out here playing games in the middle of the afternoon like he's got nothing to worry about the so biggest insane. his biggest worry in life is getting you know passing exams and, and hoovering the floor this is his biggest worry in life. You know, it upsets me so much. Wallahi, growing up, we were only allowed to watch one hour of TV a day. It got to the point sometimes where my mom was like, listen, only one show today and you have to choose. <laughs> Do you want to watch Arthur or the Magic School Bus? Oh, wow. I feel like that that's the abuse you were talking yeah. about. Because that's abuse. I'm looking at my siblings now. My brother has a computer in his room. Like, he's always out. Like, he's going to play basketball with his buddies. Like, all this crap. And, like, my younger sister. And I'm just like, well, why be light? This is so unfair. Think about it. It's the opposite as well. Like, for me, my mom didn't care about my, my curfew. I never had curfews. I would come back home at 2, 3, whatever. Because of me, my siblings got to, you know, experience that as well. So it's like, you guys are lucky, yeah. No, but you're, Stahad, you're talking about, like, as an adult, you had, like, you didn't really have a curfew. But, like, when you're in grade eight grade nine like did could did you ever go out did you like i did i started going out i guess grade 10 grade 11 when i would go out with my friends i would come back at like you know three dubai was safe you know it didn't really matter you could come back home like going out it was like you remember the last time you went out oh i went out last week okay i can't ask to go yeah. out this week there again. was a certain age when i wasn't allowed to i couldn't go over to friends houses my my parents would flip that's what i'm talking yeah. about like that and now like my my brother like when he was in grade five, oh, grade five his, yeah. like i guess my mom my mom knew his like his uh his friends parents and stuff she was more like lenient and whatever but like for me it was great i think oh, grade yeah. eight the You're first right, time i went actually. to my friend's house for a for a group project and then maybe like more frequently in grade nine like i would want to go out but it was like oh i went out last friday last thursday i can't go out this third okay so i have to ask two weeks from you know what i mean yeah. like that but for for them it's like every weekend they're going out every weekend they're going out to chill with their friends like obviously I was like we be, like in university and whatever like it was very chill like it's pretty safe no university halas was like that, there's no more discussions at that point high school was the time when they were testing it's I think they stopped like you know doing this kind of stuff by the time you reach 17-ish think uh, and, and then they become your best friends yeah, and then all of a sudden overnight we're to literally testing the boundaries with some reckless jokes <laughs> like honestly <laughs> do you know what's so funny about that you know what cracks me up is that my siblings till now they say like they always go like hoi will always listen to you but they never listen to us they, 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 they call you and they take your advice for things and they'll never listen to us about anything like in terms of serious like life-changing decisions and i just cry and laugh i'm like ahsan yes that's how and my mom always like and they're so serious about it like my mom the other day she was calling me she's like oh my god you don't understand they're actually upset and i'm just crying I'm like i love this song i love it <laughs> this, this is what i worked for my whole life <laughs> i know like this is now we're, these are these are the seeds these, these are like you know no but honestly you, so, don't you guys think that because you guys were like you know put into this leadership role from young age that it doesn't like nothing much in life affects me you know like people can't 
it doesn't like making like decisions all that kind of stuff comes easy to me because of growing up that way i think also it gives you like that whole take charge personality as well like that's part of it because yeah even now like i always which is kind of a problem as well because take charge to the point i don't know if about you guys but sometimes i become a little bit controlling like i'll just be like oh you can't do it i'll just do it or this isn't that but that just might be my personality it might not have anything to do with me being the oldest child at all but i always find myself like taking charge of situations like if something were like if we have a project that's going on i'll take point i'll take lead like you know all of that no i think i think it is an eldest child thing because for me i don't take charge if i don't have to but if i have to i'm the first one to stand up like whether i want to or not it's gonna happen like while i'm sitting in a circle people are not gonna debate who's gonna take charges i feel like i need to do it because no one else is gonna do it kind of thing and that's that's being an eldest child it's like that like all your siblings if they opt out of shit like if Marty comes and all of them opt out, who's going to talk to Marty? Well, it's you. Oh my God! Please stop. I'm having flashbacks. I'm so upset. <laughs> who's gonna go talk I'm to so Marty? Upset. You are. You so have to. So what about like dynamic? Because right now we are talking a lot about like dynamics with our parents. But what about dynamics with like your siblings? How does that? Oh my God! My items are their items disrespected every single day of the week okay for me only my sister shared my stuff so it's like my stuff belongs to her but her stuff belongs to her yeah. no and no only her no. We yeah don't, i don't have that in my household in my house it's everything's a free-for-all it belongs to everybody <laughs> i think half the pretends like all of their stuff is hers <laughs> but i don't think they think the same thing <laughs> i don't i don't think so i don't think so. feels she's entitled to their stuff good for but you Hasha, we're talking about like <laughs> <laughs> I rate you no but literally cause I, cause I have this like distinct memory like growing up my dad used to get so annoyed because we'd always be yelling about that's mine that's mine that's this and like my mom would buy things cause we're four girls so like for instance she's gonna buy like a, two purple scarves she's not gonna buy four for each one of us right my dad used to get so annoyed because like we would always be like that's my scarf don't touch it blah, 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 blah. or where's my hair or like we'll be yelling about stuff and he'll be like you should to have your own right that would never happen in reality because uh, my mom's like hell no I'm not wasting money on that shit cause I have four daughters and they're gonna share what they can share so like i feel like all our lives like we were always like programmed like okay if we're getting something we get one of that one thing and we all share it right and it always like turned to fights or whatever and all that drama but even even later on though like there was always i, I don't i can't i know you're at my house all the time but i think it's like we all just take each other's shit all the time i think the only time that we don't take each other's things is that there's unspoken rule when something's brand new you don't touch that like there's you really have to ask like you can't just take it but oh my god allah you do this girl live in another city and I would find out she had my things from Instagram. Okay? She'll have a picture and I'll be like, that's my bracelet. He just reminded me. Literally, I think Umar was wearing Rahima's jacket once. And I took a picture of Umar and I posted on my Instagram or Snapchat. And then Rahima said to me, that's my jacket. <laughs> and Umar was so mad I posted that picture of her. Because you know like, we do? Took- we don't ask permission. We literally do not ask permission. Uh, we just take each oh other's shit and was- go. And it's so upsetting. And the worst part is, this is the worst part. The worst thing is, is that when, when you know when you take somebody for something for somebody, you're supposed to put it back. And then when you get upset, when you get angry, they'll be like, you did the same thing to me or whatever, which is true. Or I think what it is, is like, I feel like no one cares when you wear each other's clothes, but it's like when you were planning on wearing it and someone wore it and they left the house or, or, or I remember with me and my sister it was always like, like I, I maybe wore her hijab and like I dropped it. And then she'll get mad that I took it because now Hoy's yelling at her to like stop leaving her stuff on the floor or stuff like that. Like we would, and then she would be like, you can't wear my stuff. Or why didn't you fold it and put it back in the closet the way it was? And I never did that. I really disrespected her stuff. I'm not going to lie. Um, I did whatever I wanted. I would throw it on the chair and then she'd get mad. 
then she wouldn't want me wearing her stuff. Then I would just wear it when she's not there. You're lucky because it's just two of you, you know? But for us, like, mm-hmm. for me, it's four of us. And I am the eldest. I'm the one that has the most clothes. I always buy clothes. That's what I invest in, right? Clothes or makeup or whatever. Because when they were younger, they would just use my stuff and put it everywhere. And I would get angry the first, second time, third time. And then I would just give up. So for me, that yeah. was my character. Like, I would give up screaming. And so they disrespected me left, right, and center. And their stuff was their stuff. They took care of it. So I guess it's completely different from both of you guys. Like, I'm so used to my stuff being disrespected that at this age and time, I don't care anymore. Like, if someone wears my shirt and throws it on the floor, I just pick it up from the floor and put it somewhere. It's certainly like, abused. You've actually been I, abused. I, I honestly, <laughs> like, I can't muster the anger after a certain point. I can't, like, I don't care anymore. I used to care, but now I don't care anymore. So, it's no, completely different it's from just, both of you guys. For me, it's just put my shit back where it was if you're going to take it. Because I expect you to take it. Just put it back. But what happens is it's not put back. But the problem is, is that I can't, I'm getting angry, but I do the same shit. So, yeah, yeah. I don't do the same stuff because it, that's it, what it is. Has to, I feel like that's what it is. We all do it, but like we get mad when it gets done to us. <laughs> I feel like at least that's how I feel. No, I never do it because uh-huh. it annoys me when people do it and I feel so bad. I don't know why I'm like this. I feel guilty yeah, 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 for right. doing it to someone else and I expect other people to feel bad, but they don't. So I move on. It's a, yeah. it's a vicious cycle. It really is. You do it because they do it to you. Like for me, it's like you do it because they do it to you and then you get mad and they do like, so, You know what this then, is? So it's a vicious this cycle. This is some kind of war and we've de- developed survival skills because yeah. you need to survive. Do you guys remember being like that babysitter growing up? Like, I don't know what's wrong with some other parents. Like, sometimes I they shock me. They sh- like, like, I, what, what I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, seriously, calm down. Because I remember mom leaving me to babysit five my five siblings at like 10, 11, 12. Like, sometimes when she'd be out late at night, she'll get somebody to come and stay with us. But, like, I don't remember ever having a babysitter. I remember one time. No, I remember, like, once or twice, because when she knew that she was going to Naros and she'd come back, like, at 1 a.m. or something like that. Like, especially when we were really young and my my brother was, like, a few months old, she'd get somebody to come, because at at that point, I was 10. But, like, most, for the most part, I would babysit on my own with, like, the kids, right? And I remember my brother, I don't know how, I don't know why, he always would call 911. Oh my god! Always, and my mother would always <laughs> That's say, like "Listen, the worst nightmare. You know what's gonna happen if the police come and I'm not there, or if you call nine one one, or if you guys snitch about anything in this household. White people are gonna take you, and you're gonna be raised by white people. And well, like that was my worst fear. All of us. <laughs> all well, like, worst my worst stories, fear so. was being taken away from my parents and being raised by white people. Like that was my worst fear. So like my brother would constantly call nine one one, and every time he does it. Or if I see the phone off the hook or whatever, I'd automatically call my neighbors or run to my neighbors' house and be like, listen, I'm going to call 911 again. You need to come stay with us. Wow. It was so It's sabotage. Like, honestly, he just wanted you to die of a heart attack. I swear to God. And, like, to the point that, like, even, like, my other siblings, like, sometimes I'm just, like, questioned, though. I'm like, are you dumb, fam? Like, I remember one time I was playing with my little sister and we were playing a game and I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Call 911. And this girl dials 911. I'm like, and she could dial... No, she dialed 119. I'll make you fool. Not 119, 911. And she You're actually dialed 911. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Hang up. <laughs> what about you who's fixing the number for her? I, I don't know why. In my mind, I'm like, this fool isn't actually doing it. Like, I was just wow. like, what's wrong with you? And then no, she's kids like, are dumb. Oh my God. And to this day, like every single instance of like, anytime we reminisce or sit together or chat about these kind of things. And we're like, because we were all by ourselves. And my mom's like, you guys were idiots. And she blame me. Because I was ultimately the one who was yeah. supposed to be doing the babysitting. Essentially. No, but I, I shouldn't have been left with that responsibility at that age, to be honest. like, so wow. If I had a kid right now, I would not leave them with a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old. Right? Wow, well, our parents had so much faith in, our, in no, us. But, I th- but guys, I think it's different times because 10-year-olds now are actually late. <laughs> 
No, we were dumb too. We were dumb too, fam. We were, we as ten year olds like we were doing. I was doing chores. I was doing like I was doing everything. You sounded like your like, mom right now. Are actually idiots. <laughs> I wouldn't trust a 10 year old with themselves they need to be watched do you, you know you know like you remember I, I, have you heard the one they say oh when I was 8 years old I used to make anjera in the morning I used yeah. to do this I used to go shopping I used to think that was so crazy my mom never said that kind of stuff because she was like she was like the youngest child so she never had to do any of that but my aunts did right so wallahi youngest child I, understand, I see the carefreeness with which my mom lives it's because she's the youngest child and everyone to this day she's babied my mom was the eldest of all boys that's a horror story right there when we were young we were doing a bunch of things but it was never like that level like we were never cooking and yeah. like doing like major chores we were like doing the dishes mesquine like cleaning up uh take, getting uh, in trouble house, when someone does something stuff like that yeah. like watching the kids but it was never like big like adult roles of like making angel waking up at 5 a.m and making angelo because when like when we were going to school when me and my sister before we moved to the uae my mom never woke us up we had school at 8 45 had some weird biological clock that 8 a.m every day like the night before i'll get my clothes ready i'll get zanita's clothes ready 8 a.m i'll wake up i'll put my uh, my milk in the microwave for me and zanita i'll go brush my teeth i'll wake zanita up i'll get our cereal ready i'll get dressed she's she's in the washroom she eats and then we would leave i just want to say Masha'Allah, Allahumma barik, because I do not know a single human that's like that. My parents had to beat me out of bed. I would never, oh my God. Wow, Masha'Allah, because I couldn't wake up to save my life. But you guys, how good did you guys get at diffusing situations? Because you knew you would get in trouble, you know? That kind of, I feel like I got so good at diffusing situations. So now, whenever people are like fighting or whenever some, I can sense when something's about to escalate and I can like turn it off real quick because you know when you i live in a household with so many kids and so many people and so everyone hits heads sometimes you know so i feel like that's one trait i picked up as like the old child because none of my siblings can do it they just escalate it even more and fight more but i was the one that's always like breaking up fights if i go through my hard drive and all my stuff i have a bunch of videos of my siblings fighting (laughs) it's actually so funny like because zanita and rahman my my two like the two in the middle used to fight a lot at one point it was as evidence to show my mom because at this point it was like like literally it was actually video evidence because i was tired of their bullshit and like that that's how that's how i dealt with fights i can't even lie like in our house it was more of whoever's not fighting is the moderator and like sometimes they're the instigator as well so it doesn't really work oh yeah no no i was always stopping it but i would always record just you know just to show my parents what they missed out on. No. This is what's been going on in your house. No, nobody <laughs> has the foresight in my ha- and nobody had the foresight in my household to record stuff. But what happened is like people would fight, and then you'd be like, we, I don't know why we would always take sides. Like we'd be like, you're being dumb. It's obviously your fault. Or like you, or we'd try to take sides anyways. But for this, and sometimes we just try to break it up because it's ruining our whole day. Like what would happen is we're trying to watch TV. People are fighting in the living room. They like, stop this because we're trying to watch TV. Like it's very selfish to be honest. So like it was, it was never actually. It was never actually. Was it play fighting or was it actual fighting? That's the difference, though. Play fighting was normal. Tournament no, it's actual fighting. It's actual fighting, and sometimes play fighting that becomes actual fighting. Oh yeah, play fighting always becomes play actual fighting. fighting. That's always, why I hated it. The most. This is why my mom gets so annoyed because I'm always like hitting my brother or my sister. Till now, I'll you're the one, Marka. You're the problem. <laughs> no but like so, and then you'd have like it's always one two siblings like these shaitan siblings i'm not gonna name names because they'll come for me later but there's those one two shaitan siblings who are actual jinns who are the instigators and they like egg people on and be like yeah but it's it's their fault it's their fault blah, 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 blah. and then sometimes it would be like a different kind of fight where it's like 
oh, let's all get together, kumbaya, let's stop fighting, you guys are being stupid, we're trying to do shit here, we want to go out, we want to watch TV, we want to turn on the computer, and this was back in, like, oh my god, I can't remember how many fights we had over the computer, because back in the day when there was, like, one computer. The dial-up? Was it the dial-up season? uh, No, 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 post-dial-up season, but, like, we had one computer. Yeah. Laptops, like, before before uni, like, uni is when we all got our laptops and shit. But, yeah. yeah. But you know what I noticed? Like, well, I'm going through all these, like, common traits of the eldest child. And wallahi, Istahil, you fall under the opposite personality poles. Like, Which I feel like, like, you know how, like, there's, okay, so there's firstborns will either be strong-willed and independent or yeah. compliant people-pleaser. Yeah. You are the compliant people-pleaser. I probably am, wallahi, because it's like, for me, I, the thing is, I'm just a very passive person. Like, if I don't have to fight, I won't fight. If I don't have to, you know, like, get angry, I won't get angry. But if I do get angry, I'm that crazy person. I'm that person that sees red once a year. So I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Probably good for them, bad for me. But you know what's so funny? Like, you remember how earlier I was talking about how, like, have, like when the second child is born, that's when things change? Yeah. Like, there's this guy who has a whole theory called the birth order theory. Yeah. And he believed that the personality is affected by birth order. So, for, in- for instance, when the first child, the first child will either become rebellious strong-willed or compliant sullen and compliant at their dethroning when the second child comes into the scene probably <laughs> honestly like you already know Gina's always the you know the one that's like people always assume she's the eldest person like she's the eldest child so it makes sense actually because she's the one that's like super you know extroverted super loud super everyone knows her she's very talkative very like uh, you know like whatever she wants she gets done for me it's easier for me to walk away from stuff like if let's say me and my siblings someone wants something and I want something if they want the thing that I want I will leave it for them I'm that person. I'm basically the exact opposite because I'm the rebellious, strong-willed one because, like, I, I it's it's my way or the highway, like, force or fire. I wish I was like that. Wallahi, I wish I was like that, but I'm not. If anything, sometimes it's, it could be very um, a toxic way to, to live life because a lot of the times you get into fights or you get into arguments for the sake of the argument. It's like a power, like a battle of the wills. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's I'm like, not going to say I'm not argumentative, though. I really am. It's just, it's easier for me to be like, you know what? It's not a big deal. You can have it. Oh, I can never, I can never give in. I can never be the one to, you know how like- Oh my God, I'm just realizing right now. Oh my God, what the hell? You know, it's just hitting me right now. How many, like, it's truly, I really am a people pleaser when it comes to my siblings. They don't deserve it. I can never, like, if there's a fight going on and somebody has to step down first, it's never going to be me. Have you ever seen me get into a fight with someone? Even in real life, I don't fight people. I don't do any of that because for me, it's just easier to walk away. Maybe that's because of, the household I was raised in, you know? For me, if someone pisses me off, I can see that they're trying to get under my skin, but they won't. So it's just like, whatever, until they do, and then the shit goes down. But it's really rare. So that means that you, you probably get angrier more than I do when it comes to your siblings. Like, no tolerance. I don't, yeah, I don't tolerate a lot. It's all out of love. I expect the best from my siblings. Like, I expect them to do their best, which is kind of a parenting kind of thing. So I don't, ex- like, if they fail or anything, like, right now, my brother, he's applying for unis and stuff because he's graduating this year. So it's kind of like that whole parenting aspect of things. So I'm very strict on them. I'm like, what grades did you get? I'm always harassing about their grades and about what they're doing and about like, you know, all that, yeah. all that crap. So I think that's part of that's part of it, you know. So I don't, well, I yeah. don't know. Man. I am a nagger though. I'm like the biggest oh, nagger ever. So, much. so I can't help but it. then I'm a nagger and I'm also a people pleaser. So it's like I nag them, but only to a certain extent. <laughs> it's no, actually so stop. funny like, remember, oh my god I can't like the number of times my siblings are just like they expect it 
So even when yeah, I call, they're ready with their list of things to say. It's wow, so it must be it's so, so cute nice. and funny. Wow. No, 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 it's not. Because sometimes they'll just be like, oh, Hafsa, you're being annoying now. Like, shut up. Because I'll be like to my younger siblings, I'm like, Yola, you have to do this, you have to do that. Da-da. Like, when they're older, they appreciate it. Like, right now, I'm always talking to, like, my younger sister, Zainab, about, like, what, okay, what internship is she going to apply for? Like, what are you going to do next summer? How are you going to spend this time? Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And we always talk about this. Stuff. And now she appreciates it. My little yeah. brother is getting to that point now. Because we were talking the other day, and he was like, oh my god, tell me that programming class, and da da blah, blah, blah. Like, we're always talking about that kind of crap now. But, like, a few years ago, nope. It's like, oh, stop now, Hafsa, you're being annoying, da-da-da-da. Yeah, when, that actually makes when, sense. When they're younger, it's like, you're being annoyed about school some more. No, the ones next to me really take that kind of advice to heart when I tell them. Because I won't tell them ten times. I'll tell them, like, once or twice a year. And be like, you guys, you need to do this, do this. I'm giving you advice. You could take it if you want, and you don't have to take it. So I'm not going to force them, because I don't... I don't want to, but the younger ones, they don't know me as like an older sibling. They just know me as a dad. Oh, she's the one that does her stuff, you know, kind of thing. Cause I'm not around them as much as the other people are. So do you know yeah. what's so cute though? You know, what's so funny. And like, makes you crack up and I, I, I laugh low key is when your siblings ask you to be your go, their go between, between you and the parents. How many times yeah. like, I'm like, oh, so I really want to go on this trip and da 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 but Hoy's going to say no. Go talk to Hoy for me. Go. What about when they qarhi everything and everything's ruined and they get that and everything's refused and then they come to you and be like, Hey, can you fix this? okay oh that's when they I'll come be to like, me uh, no no at that no that never happens because like first of all i'm there every step of the way so when the qarhis is yeah. happening like i'm already there like doing like you know damage control and stuff or like Look either, the difference. either it's against, actually, damage control to attack opposite. them or damage control on my parents side like i'm always like honestly like i'll be like listen today you're wrong hoi and alba right shut up or i'll be like i'll be, i'll talk to hoi and alba for you and i'll go to my mom and i'll be like hoi listen to the well, why we are way. opposites i'm actually i'm gonna come to you for advice <laughs> for certain things because i am the opposite like for me i don't care like do your own thing you don't want to listen to me it's fine you know you can do your own thing and then when they destroy everything and literally get all the clothes then i go and make shit work for them like you know i have to come bring my parents down and be like listen i know what they did was wrong but how about you see it from this way it's what literally convince my parents and then i it works out for them so it never gets to it never gets that dramatic I think because right now my, like my mom for example she's really easygoing so yeah things never get that dramatic like we were able like a lot of the time we're able to get our way within yeah. reason it anyways we don't we don't ask I don't know I guess I today I found out something about myself <laughs> oh why like I knew this was gonna be a therapy session but it really is you guys anyways to be honest at the beginning of this episode I was gonna quote that tweet the one that said um do you guys honestly believe that younger siblings should have rights and I was gonna be like hell to the mother of Angelo. no screw the little bastards but well, I, this therapy session has taken a little bit of the stress and anger out of me so now you feel you feel better you I feel, feel more forgiving i don't really live i don't really live with them so like i'm rehashing things that have been happening like that happened years ago and ages ago yeah like, I, I i live a whole continent away a whole ocean is between me and my family yeah. So it's like that's the thing. Just... You know what's hilarious? Hafsa, you know how I was gone for two years from my family, right? So there's this one sibling I have that legitimately fights with everyone. It's their hobby. They fight with everyone. But me and them, they're like we're like you know we understand each other the most. So when I was gone, she was always like, "Oh, I can't wait till Sa's back. She's the only one that understands." <laughs> you know because I was gone. My brothers do that all the time. Like when I'm gone, they're like, "Oh my gosh!" It cr-. But the thing is, I f- uh, like Zanita will never admit this, but. 
my brothers like me more. I feel like <laughs> even though my brothers know me, like they'll come to me, they can ask me for whatever they want. Like maybe I'll say no, but at least they have a chance with me. Like I'm thinking about like driving. Like when I started driving, they would always ask me to take them places. So I would say no sometimes and they'd get so mad. They're like, when Zanita gets her license, she's going to take us out. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to do oh that. Oh my God. Cons I have it. a sibling like that. Oh my God. <laughs> but the way she got and her license. She got her license. Uh, Does this girl even acknowledge exists? They, then they started going to her and she would be like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving. Get out what of people face. don't understand is the fact that you know in real life like regular times if I have something I'm willing to let it go for you it translates to driving as well it translates to every aspect of life yeah. it's not like you're a new person when you drive you're still the same person the same Zanita who doesn't even let them do anything they suddenly think when she gets her license she's gonna drive <laughs> and she was like supporting that too she's like yeah guys I'm gonna take people you guys out it's so passive she doesn't want to take know, you out deja vu because this happens in my family too when she got her license who is she? Yeah. <laughs> who is this girl? <laughs> the same girl she was you know what's so funny i low-key i low-key uh, relate to zanira because a lot of like my youngest we're kind of divided in our house like it's us older two and my younger my middle sibling a half rahima like a half rahima and the younger two and half, rahima. half she's rahima. always she's always like in the middle between the middle the two child. Of us. but what would, oh what would happen was like when i was in university like they were all still in school and elementary school they were all a lot younger so i was kind of in my own bubble and I was doing my own thing because a lot of time I'd be out on uni. I'd come back home late. Like there's not much to do in the evening or like I'd come back home really late, especially when I was in the library all day. And like I was in my own little bubble and then I'd come home and like things would happen and then all of a sudden like I'll give my feedback or I'll say something. And like, Shut up. You're not even here. Like, what do you know? Yeah. Like, who are you? Like, who you are have you? Talk? No say. Exactly. That would happen a lot. I remember. So it was like, I kind of, I kind of get where like Zanira is like, kind of get what she went through. But you know what it is? Hafsa, it's picture you as a middle child. Middle child. You without, you without having any responsibilities. You, like you could think about yourself, but no one is going to, no one's going to be like, oh, why don't you think about other people? Why don't you, you know? So it's like you having that freedom. So Zanira has the freedom to not have to do anything. Yeah, she had that privilege. Yeah. Me is get make sure everyone gets their stuff done. She had the privilege of sitting on her bed and not moving an inch. And I cannot imagine no one saying life, anything to her. I cannot imagine life where I live for myself alone. Wow, oh how amazing God. would that be? Like, I actually can't picture I it. Wish. I can't lie. I forced it. I forced it a few times. My sibling. I don't know. You forced it. It's very unnatural. No, I actually did. You guys, something here I see that is like I don't know if this is so true, but they one of the characteristics they put under a um the eldest child or common traits of the oldest child is being serious conscientious like oldest child are known for being doing well in school that's true but like are we that serious serious about life to a point i laugh a lot and i joke a lot and i seem like i don't care but i do care about everything <laughs> so to, for me there is truth in it and they say that the people pleasers are reliable organized punctual and competent uh, i am none of that stuff though I'm reliable. I'm sure you're reliable. And I'm and I'm a competent, but I'm not organized and punctual. Yeah, I agree. I'm not organized or punctual at all. But I mean, and we also, have the whole studious thing down, I think. Yeah, I have that for sure down. Also, when it comes to serious, it says you're aloof and snobbish. I'm definitely not aloof and snobbish to my siblings at all. But the, but the one thing I completely disagree with is this whole solitary thing. No, I can be no. independent, but I cannot be solitary. I will no. go mad. I'm very dependent. I'm very dependent on my siblings. I'm not dependent. Oh my gosh, me too. Like, I feel like after I moved away, I realized like when I go back... I'm just all up in their business in a sense where I just want to talk to them. I want to chill with them. I'm just like bothering them. To a degree, I, just like, I like annoying them and harassing them. That's what I like to do. 
Like, whenever I'm back home, Ikran will tell you, like, all I do is annoy my siblings. When I get to the house, I harass them. I miss having someone, like, when you come home, having them there, just talking to them. Do you know what I'll do? My sister, whenever I go to visit them, my sister Zainab will be in her room. And I'll just walk in and I'll just annoy her. Like, I'll poke her, pinch her, hit her, talk to her. You guys, is this, like... Just to harass her. It's so much fun. It's so accurate. You know what I do? I will sit and I'll be like, you know what? I'm bored. So I'm going to go to every single person's room and (laughs) cause a ruckus until they tell me to get the hell out of my room for absolutely no reason. Absolutely, you know, there's no logic. I, there's no right. I'll go into my brother's room and I'll legit just turn off the computer. And I'll be like, "What are you doing? You're on the computer all day. What's wrong with you?" Like, okay, guys, just to just before we go, okay, let's talk about some famous firstborns, middles, and lastborn children. Okay, famous okay. firstborns: mm-hmm. Barack Obama, Hillary, Clinton. Oprah Winfrey. He's a firstborn. Yeah, yeah Oprah the, he's Winfrey. a firstborn. Oprah Winfrey, Penelope Cruz, Josh. Har- I don't even know jo- what's Josh Harnett doing these days. He did that one show and he just bounced. Kate yeah. Middleton. Again, what's her relevant other than being married to a, a prince? But whatever. Famous middles. <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a famous middle child. Ew. Ew. Of course. He seems like such a middle He's child. So needy. Uh. needy. Attention-seeking. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, my God. Elijah Wood, Bill Gates, Princess Diana, and Martin Luther King Jr. They're all middle childs. Some of them are problematic. Some of them are less so. Lastborns. Now, this lastborn category explains each and every single one of them. It's it's to a T. Rosie O'Donnell, I don't know too much about her. Eddie Murphy, Halle Berry, Cameron Diaz, Paula Abdul, and Lucy Liu. They all look like they're swimming through like clueless. All attention seeking, living their best lives. <laughs> Literally. Oh it's so accurate. Look at the lead. Like it's Oprah Winfrey, Barack Obama scream first child. Obviously, because I'm sure like, like there are other struggles all. that middleborns and I don't know what struggles last babies will ever have. I can't like I don't think they do. But I'm sure they have their own for the sake of argument but we don't care about we those we don't really care struggles. I know my sister Zainab and Rahim are gonna hit me up right now and be like girls it's shit you don't even know the hassle of shit we go through you, you know, know exactly you know I feel like mid- especially middle children are gonna have so much to say about this episode <laughs> you guys air your grievances okay we'll, we'll act like we care <laughs> you know Hafsa, I was talking to Bakhira and she's like she's like I raised Rahima and Zainab I was like what girl what do you mean They're you so raised Rahima is like a year younger than you <laughs> she's like I raised them I was like well I'm gonna go tell Hafsa you said this she's a liar she's <laughs> just a liar you know what she means by well, she, she raised them she said it with them? her chest you know what she means by she raised them she means that she used to bring them together to harass me that's what she means by she raised them that's what she means <laughs> get off oh my god anyways alright then guys if you do have problems with our episode you know what to do yeah if you guys have any additions and things that we missed feel free to let us yeah, know yeah if you're an oldest child and you, and you agree with us or if you disagree with us or if you have anything to add let us know if you're a middle child and just want to bitch about being a middle child feel, feel free to do that too and if you're the youngest child shut up you little spoiled piece of shit just go home <laughs> well, snuggle up to your mom I and dad the, and I leave love the rest of children. us alone. it's fine the youngest children and the eldest children are always like you know like we're the favorites to be honest yeah yeah middle children are just kind of lost just, i feel somewhere. i feel really bad for them like they're the ones i pity the most i can't lie no but they're always so vocal they're the most annoying they do everything what are you to get talking attention. about they're Sometimes, the ones we always forget they're literally the ones we always forget okay then guys and that's a wrap that's a wrap that's a wrap why was it did you make the sound did you make a sound of a rapper who went in the back okay bye oh wait have so you forgot your outro if you guys would like to add more to the conversation feel free i'd love that <laughs> feel free to dm us tweet us add us curious cat us email us all the things us all the things us. Deuces. at abuan podcast on twitter and instagram and abuan chronicles at gmail.com or our what's our curious cat a Buon Podcast. A Buon Podcast. Yeah, bye. Yep. Bye. Sarah.